You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 24, A Key Way to Stop Procrastinating. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back, sweet friend. I'm Ruthie Parikh. I help ambitious women go from overwhelmed and overloaded to in control and confident. I talk all things productivity, both at work and at home, because as a working mom myself, I know it's just all life. Thank you so much for being here today. You are awesome to spend your precious time with me, and I don't take that for granted. So I'm recording this several weeks ahead of when it will actually air. But last I checked, I think that was around episode 20, this podcast had over 3,000 downloads, which I am so excited about. And I just want to take this minute to thank you so much for listening and for sharing in this experience with me. I know in some people's worlds, that might not be a lot, but for me, I'm like, wow, you are so awesome for listening and engaging. And I'm thrilled. And if you like what you've been hearing, please do share these episodes with your besties. It would be awesome to get these messages out to other amazing women all around the globe. And here are a couple of other stats. I'm going to say I'm actually not a big stats person, and I totally should be more so in my business. But I did um, kind of, I do have a report on this. So I want to tell you a few other things I think is really, really cool. So one thing, the listener locations in terms of the areas or the geographic areas where this podcast is being downloaded is in 14 countries right now, which again, I was like blown away. I'm like, what? Who are these people? So if you are amongst the few who are listening in Singapore, India, Belgium, Indonesia, New Zealand, France, Canada, Denmark, Israel, Germany, Chile, thank you so much. And of course, all of you in the US. And there were some other ones. I didn't name them all there, but that was just, I thought that was super cool. And There are over, where is that, about 146 cities total, like globally. Super cool. And then lastly, I thought this was really awesome. Um, I have a kind of a, a stat on what are the top episodes that are being downloaded. And so some of the very top were Home Systems That Rock, that's episode 14, episode nine, Key Habit of Highly Successful Women, and how to prioritize episode 16. However, ooh, in episode five, the easiest hack for focus. So I'll link all of those in the show notes. So if you want to just click down there and kind of get to those, but those were the most popular, but the absolute by far, hands down, the most popular episode is episode three, why you procrastinate. Yes, and that is exactly why I'm doing this episode today, the key way to stop procrastinating, because I thought I'd do a follow-up on that since it was so popular, and obviously that's what we're all thinking about, and do a deeper dive on one of the main tools to overcome procrastination. 
So like I said, I'll link that in the show notes too. So after you take a listen to this, go back to that one because there's some really good stuff. And that's kind of more of a higher level overview, but some really great information there. And today we're doing a deeper dive. The one reason we procrastinate is that we are literally dreading a task, right? This is typically linked to some kind of fear, right? Like the fear that it's going to take days or it's going to take me weeks to get this thing done. And then that leads to the fear that I'll never finish it. And there's just one more thing to add to my unfinished list, right? It's like this fear of I always start, but I don't finish. I'm going to look like a loser if I set out to do it, but don't complete it. What if I fail? Um, Or what if I do complete it? It just comes out terrible, comes out really badly. You might also be dreading a task because you've done it before and you know how boring and painful it is, like filing boxes of papers or organizing all your photos. It is something that you have experience with. And so it's not really the fear of the unknown. In fact, it's just the opposite. You're very familiar familiar with this task. So you fear, you fear the known, right? Again, you might fear that you won't finish it because it is going to be so dang boring or that it's going to take over your day and leave you little energy for anything else. So one of the solutions for this that I get into back on that episode three is to break it down, to break down your task or to break down your projects into small pieces so you can take action on it. So today, that's what I'm really going to do a deeper dive on. I'm going to give you an example of a project that a client of mine has been procrastinating forever And I'll actually take you through what that was and what we did together to overcome that for her to take action and have this amazing result. So it's a combo home and office organization project, which I think is really relevant right now as a lot of us or probably most of us are working from home. So I'm going to walk you through it step-by-step so you can apply this strategy to whatever it is that you are procrastinating. Because girl, I know you are procrastinating something. We all are. I'm really excited to do this because my hope is that it leaves you inspired to start moving and shaking on something you've been putting off, but you don't want to because you know it's really meaningful to you. So my client has a space in her basement that had truly become the free-for-all, like the dump zone, right? We all have this place, okay? But once the pandemic started, this space that had become the dump zone for everything had become her workspace as well. So although she'd been wanting to get it organized for literally the last two years, she didn't really have any urgency to do it. But now with working from home, she was going cray-cray and she had to get it done. She needed. She knew she needed to address it. However, even then... She would sit down to do it, and instead of getting it organized or making it feel like in a really good flow, she'd get on her phone or on her laptop and play games like solitaire or word scramble, or she'd get on social media for hours on end and start or start shopping and jump on Google or Amazon and do some retail therapy, right? She would just basically do everything that was more fun to put off what she really needed to be doing. Now, don't even tell me you can't relate to that because I'm pretty sure you can. Ah, All right. So as I mentioned before, this area, her basement had become the catch-all. So everything from holiday decorations to kids' artwork to paints to old clothes to boxes of papers to old taxes. And then finally, all of the new stuff that was coming in, like her papers and files that were work-related, that was like 
that she had to get organized down there as well. And then in addition to that, there was just like so much clutter everywhere. So I'm thinking you can picture this space because you might even have this space in your basement or your garage or a guest room. And the easiest thing to do is just shut the door, right? So the very first thing we did was decide what the space was going to be used for. My client needed to get very clear on what she wanted to use that space for, how she envisioned it, and we just wanted to have a really clear vision. So what she came up with was she wanted this to be a place where she could store her items, like those decorations and other extraneous things that didn't belong anywhere else in the house, but she wanted to store them in a really organized way, as well as have a separate space that was set up for her office That was a really productive environment for her. So essentially, the basement will be split in two separate spaces. One was the office and one was for the the storage of all these other things that they needed to organize. So I know that sounds pretty obvious to sit there and think, okay, well, how do I want my space to look or what do I want it to be used for? But we often skip this step. I think when we're thinking about spaces or any type of procrastinated task or project that seems really big, that we're not necessarily starting with the end in mind. Thinking through what it is that you actually want to end up with is the first place to start. And it's also so inspiring when you can visualize an end result, when you're actually aligned to the why of this is so important to you and how how it will make you feel. So sometimes this step is very clear and it's very easy to figure out. But other times, you're really going to have to put some time into it and thought into it to come up with that clear vision. But okay, but that's the first step. And in this case, even though there were lots of clutter, lots of things, she sort of she sort of knew I wanted to split this up into two different spaces. Okay, so step number two, brain dump all the steps to get from point A to point B. In other words, A being where you are now and B being like where you want to end up, that end result where you want to be. So beginning to end, what are all the actions you'll need to take? Now, a brain dump means you are not overthinking. This is not a time for categorizing or just, you know, putting things in different projects or prioritizing. This is, there's no worry about that. This is just your time to literally just be brainstorming and have this stream of consciousness of, every task that you can think of that you would need to do in order to complete this project or task at hand. So in her case, her list might look something like this, like get rid of anything old or unusable, Uh, buy containers, go through all the papers, create a filing system, organize the decorations, throw out the old decorations, get the printer set up, go through all the books, organize all the papers on her desk and so on, and so on. As you can imagine, it's a long list, right? Organizing a basement is no small task. There were a lot of tasks on her list that she brainstormed and brain dumped, which by the way, on a side note, this is a really, really, really cathartic exercise. I know you've heard me talk about this many times, and I bring it up all the time because I can't reinforce enough how helpful this is, how much weight it takes off, how much more free you'll feel once you get that all out of your head and you can see it visually. Okay, 
If you're really serious about overcoming procrastination, you will not skip this step. You will not do it in your head. You will actually write it all out. However, if you want to stay stuck in it, you won't do it. All right. So I know you're going to do it and I know it might feel daunting. And here's the other thing. Here's a little caution. When you do create that giant list, first of all, you're going to wonder, oh my gosh, why did I think I wasn't going to be overwhelmed by this? Because it's huge. But it may also want to make you want to just shut down or shut the door because now you have to come face to face with possibly the enormity of this list and how many tasks or actions you're going to need to take in order to get through to the end. Now, listen, this is where it's going to take a mindset shift. And this is the next step. Do not, do not get overwhelmed by this. Do not focus on the end goal. So, you know, in that first step, we were all focused on the vision and what you want this space to be. But now I'm telling you, when you get to this point, we're no longer focusing on that. Know that this is just part of the process that we're going to be focusing on instead the next immediate action. Do not shut down looking at the big giant list and thinking about how am I going to get all the way from point A to point B. Just know that you're going to pick one of these actions and that's all you need to focus on. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, pick your one task and then put that giant list away. You don't even want to look at it because it's going to feel too big because it is really big. Instead, focus on one of those actions and that alone. So let's just stay with this example. We're working on the basement. So I asked my client to pick one. And for some reason, I think because this one bothered her the most, she wanted to go through all the boxes of papers and get them organized first. She wanted that to be her next immediate action. Now that in itself, even if that was your end goal, it is still a really, really big project, right? To go through, she had a lot of boxes of papers, going through them, organizing them all was going to be really daunting. So when I asked her about it, it completely caused her anxiety and she, you know, didn't want to actually do it, but she felt like that should be the first immediate action. Now, those boxes had been there for years. So quite frankly, they were, they weren't really essential for her to reach her goal. Like her goal of having this space organized for, you know, all the extraneous stuff in the house and then having a separate space for her workspace. Like, Getting those boxes, emptying them out with the papers, I mean, those papers have already been many years old, so it really wasn't going to be the most critical thing for her to do. So my suggestion and my recommendation for her and for you is to not start with the hardest in terms of that most challenging task, the one that makes you want to stick a fork in your eye. Do not start there. I would start with some low-hanging fruit so that you don't procrastinate, and more importantly, you get quick gratification. That's what we need right now. You want to build up momentum and stay inspired to take the next action. And you're going to do that by having some small accomplishments. So getting into boxes and boxes of paper as the first immediate action, which really wasn't even that critical for her end goal, just didn't seem like the right move. So here's where we landed instead. Her first goal, the only thing that she would have on her list, kind of that next action was to set up the printer. Okay, it's relatively quick and easy, and it was also related to her overall vision and goal to create this really productive workspace. But here's the deal, and this is really important, so please listen closely. That one next action has several steps. 
Yep. It feels like it's just one thing, right? Set up the printer. But you've got to take into consideration that there are many steps for most of our actions. So in order to do that, she had to actually create the setup of the printer as its own little mini project within the big project of organizing the basement with its own set of tasks. So here's what I mean. On her to-do list, now she has a project called Set Up the Printer. Okay, so she put away the big giant list she brained up and she just put Set Up the Printer and that's kind of her project. And that might be in bold or some way for that to stand out on your list. And below that, she might have check, check marks or bullet points that are listed that say the tasks, which are one, order a folding table, like for her to actually put the, you know, the printer on. Uh, order the toner for the printer. Find a YouTube video for how to set it up. Get an extension cord. Order the printer paper. Right now you can see that there are several tasks for that one action or that one next step she needed to take. So now she has this really comprehensive list of next actions for this little mini project in the scope of the bigger project. So instead of being focused on getting the entire basement down or even part of the basement or even her entire workspace set up, the only thing she is focused on is getting the printer up and running when she knows the next five or six actions that she's going to need to take to get it done. And so now when she looks at that list, maybe it's on her regular to-do list, all of that overwhelm and the anxiety and the stress are stripped away because she's no longer looking at that checkbox that says organize basement or set up workspace. It now just says fix printer or set up printer. And then it has five or six tasks below that, like get the extension cord or the toner or the paper, right? Now that it's broken down into these teeny tiny little actions, it's totally doable and the pressure is off. And when you get that instant gratification that we're looking for, right, that you can check things off your list and you can actually see the progress, you're going to build momentum to take the next step. Okay, so I hope that was painted a really great picture for you of how to take this giant project and break it down into something smaller and then break it down, then break it down, breaking down into the smallest next steps. All right, so the last thing we do, the last part of this process is when you finish the tasks of, in this case, it was setting up the printer. When she's finished that, pick another task, which remember, most likely is a mini project as well. And that probably needs to be broken down into little tasks, just like the printer did. So let's actually go through this process so this totally makes sense and we like bring it full circle. So going back to the big brain dump list, remember that big one in the beginning where she had like everything she needed to get done on that list? So we went back to that one because we finished the task that we had in the everyday to-do list, which was setting up the printer. And she decided, or I'm going to pick the next thing that I need to work on in order to get me to the big goal of setting up the workspace and organizing the basement. And what she chose next was to organize the work-related papers and folders and files that were like in and around her desk. So now if you're picturing piles of paper and just a jumble of all this stuff all together, you'd be totally right. There's a good chance that that also might just shut you down, right? Even though it's one little piece of the giant project, 
it's still a lot of paperwork and folders and files and binders. And like, that is enough to be like, okay, I'm just going to procrastinate. I'm going to jump back on my phone or on social media or Instagram or go shopping. And instead, because I really just don't even know where to begin. So here's the thing. We're going to go through the same process that we just went through with the printer, right? We're going to take the task and we're going to break it down into lots of little tasks. So again, we're going to call it more of a project and break it down into little mini tasks. So here's what that might look like. Maybe you're going to break it down like this. And one of the first tasks are, you're just going to go through the marketing files. Then we're going to go through the magazines. Then we're going to review one client pile. Then we're going to go through the business cards. Then you're going to go through a couple of notebooks. Then you're going to go through one binder at a time, right? So as you can tell, we're just breaking this down and breaking this down instead of saying, I'm just going to organize all of my work-related papers because we're never going to get through that. Now, if any of those mini tasks still feel too big, which they might, put a time frame around them. Like, I'll go through as many business cards as I can in 15 minutes and 15 minutes only. Put on a 15-minute timer and get through as many as you can. Put it on your to-do list, 15 minutes of business cards, and that's it. And then do maybe another 15 minutes the next day. So what this does is it really gets you going because even just going through the business cards can feel too big. And when anything feels too big, put that short timer around it because all we're trying to do here is to start get you going, start getting you inspired and building up some momentum so you start seeing progress. Because again, we want to get that instant gratification so you can move and stay inspired to take the next action. So my friend, I tell you this works. This really, really, really works. Regardless of the project or the task that you've been procrastinating, if you follow these simple steps, you will start making progress on the things you've been dreading and putting off and procrastinating forever. I'm talking everything from creating a will to your entire financial future, to organizing your junk drawer, to picking up that photo project that's been collecting dust for the last eight years. Listen, girlfriend, you are so capable of fighting procrastination and showing up as the leader and the action taker and the general ass kicker that you are. You can absolutely take charge of those pesky and annoying things that lurk over you and make you feel less than. I would love nothing more than to see you implement these small habits and empower yourself with the skills to get you everything you want and everything you deserve. So I have two asks of you right now because you know I always love to leave you with a challenge. You've spent your last 15 or 20 minutes with me and I want to make sure your time here is totally worth it. So today's action is to pick something up that you've been procrastinating and go through these steps. Okay, figure out what your end goal is do your brain dump, and then pick just one task that you're going to move forward on. Remember, if that one task is too big, break it down and break it down and break it down to a little mini task and pick that one. And here's the thing, we want to do this within the next 24 hours. Yep, immediate action. Let's get going. And then number two, let me know you did it. Join me over on lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast, forward slash 24, and leave me a message for accountability. I read and respond to every message. I would love to cheer you on and help you stay accountable. And very lastly, I want to let you know about two new awesome free resources I have for you. One is called How to Finally Stop Procrastinating, 
And the other is called Six Smart Ways to Get and Stay Focused. I would love for you to get your hands on them. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. I'll put it in the show notes, but this is really going to help you get going. And I would love to share these value bombs with you. As always, my sweet friend, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes and positive energy, and know that I am always sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and for embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.